Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, we hunt the world, and you can too. Do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level? Ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime? But didn't know where to start? This podcast will be for you. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Brian Maiman, co-founder of Rolling Bones Outdoors. To my left, the one, the only, Mountain Man Martin. MMM. <laughs> MMM. Mountain Man Martin. Ryan. And then across, as always, Brad Dana. I got to tell you, Brad Dana has always been um, one of those guys that had the latest. And he's, I shouldn't say latest and greatest, because Brad's not a label chaser. Um, because he can be as cheap as any souls I've ever met. However, Brad is always a gear qualifier. Um, you've always been really good at that. I'm going to get this gear and check and see if it works. Yeah, if like it doesn't work. <laughs> if it doesn't work, it's not in my pack. Man. Exactly. So we're going to talk today about food, fitness, and cooking uh, systems out in the field. So I think this is a good one. And uh, Brian Martin, kick us off. Brad Dana, fill in. Let's go. Okay, let's start cooking for say an international trip um first thing is the international airlines don't let you fly with the canister stoves which are iso but isopropane butane um so jet if you're boils. gonna f- exactly jet boil msr reactor the msr wind stove are three of the most popular um another company named primus also makes one i've never used their particular um stove that runs on the canisters but that's pretty much the most common because they're super quick and dirty for boiling, but they're not really good. If you want to like use your stove as an emergency thing, or if you want to cook like steak and eggs on it, then you don't want to have a jet boiler, an MSR reactor there. They, you can boil eggs in them, but I wouldn't like try and fry eggs. You can boil meat in them, but if you want to, they're just not designed. And if something happens, you don't really want to throw that expensive product, which is usually titanium on the, on the fire. So when I travel internationally and I'm going to be only boiling water, and I will definitely call ahead and make sure your outfitter partner or, you know, one of the guides or your buddy that's going to go there, make sure they, think they can go shopping ahead of time and buy some canisters. Otherwise, you won't have a canister. So that's very critical. If you're, and if you're at high altitude or cold weather, the canisters don't work very well either. There is a trick for the canister, though. It's a little accordion bowl. The one I have is orange. And it's probably the base of it's about five inches across, and it fits it perfect. Like, I think the canisters are four inches, and they got, like, the two and a half inches. And you, uh, according that up, and put the canister in there and make it level. And then I put about a half an inch to an inch of water in the bottom of my jet boiler, my MSR reactor stove. And I cook it because at cold, cold weather, these stoves do not work well. It, it, they're basically a gas. They're actually like a liquid type, and they're trying to create gas. And if it's cold enough, you can't get them into a proper gas state for cooking. It might take three to four times as long. So I just put enough in there to get it warm, even almost boiling. And then I pour that hot weather water around the canister, which is sitting in the bowl. And that creates an instant heat source and instantly heats up the canister. So now you have like, like hot weather functionality of that canister in the cold weather. Now it doesn't affect, it doesn't help with altitude. So if you got really high altitude, it's not going to still work as well, but the temperature is the most critical for these. And so now I have the heat 
And then I fill the canister all the way up and I make as much water as I need to and it just really speeds up the process. But if I'm going on a hunt where I think we might need it to cook other things, I might want to put a great big, like in Kyrgyzstan, these guys pack like, I want to say like a six liter teapot, which is probably, you know, about a gallon and a half, maybe two gallons. And those sure the heck won't fit on an MSR um, reactor stove or a jet boil. So I take one of th three stoves, either an MSR International Whisperlight or a Dragonfly or XGK. So they will all run on car gas or avgas. The Dragonfly is probably the easiest to use if the fuel's relatively clean, but also can get dirty fairly, fairly easily. The MSR International uh, um, is a really good stove. I use it a lot. It has a shaker system, so it doesn't actually have a jet in it that you have to replace. The Dragonfly and the XGK both use a jet system, and you have to change the jet depending on what fuel you use. If you use kerosene, diesel, if you use avgas. Um, I prefer probably for me, again, the MSR, but if I have to cook at really high altitude and really need heat, heat to melt a lot of snow and ice, the XGK is a little hotter stove, and it will truly burn on the disastrous fuel but I can tell you, once you've been about a week out there, that's hard to keep that jet clean, and you're always taking in and out to clean it. Um, so you need to know, understand how to clean these stoves if you're going to these remote countries like African-type places, if you're going to climb, say, Kilimanjaro, or you're going to go to, the, you know, the Everest people. The, that's Everest what I was people, The Everest people know how to do this. But in, in Asia, I've had many times where the stoves don't work very well. Um, I've even had a brand-new stove. It was an MSR um, uh, Dragonfly. And it was a pump unit. Somehow they'd forgotten O-ring in it, and it was a malfunction. And I put it in a brand new bottle, tightened it up, pumped it up, plugged the stove in. It lit, and then it kind of burned for a while, and it went out. And I go, what's going on? Maybe I didn't do something right. Checked everything. It looked like it was good. Pumped it up again. Went out, and somehow it leaked all the fuel through. And so we were out of fuel. So I had a 22-ounce bottle for a six-day trip, totally gone. So now we had to eat cold Mountain House for five days because we were at Alpine. So... Always take two fuel bottles. How is Cold Mountain House? Cold Mountain House is not with a shit. It's better just to not eat much <laughs> and just eat uh, dehydrated cold. Yeah, just dehydrated cold. Mount, food mountain is houses bad. are five to seven hundred calories per bag, <laughs> and just figure you're not going to eat seven hundred because we had no. That's a, that's the other nice thing. If you had a normal cook pot and not one of um, well, I guess, but we didn't even have a place to hardly start a fire. We were up at an right, Alpine no, Stone Sheep Hunting. There's no fuel. You up can there burn some moose crap and things. But we were sitting up on the edge of a mountain for two or three days overlooking a moose area and looking for a stone sheep, and there was nothing to burn, so we just didn't eat anything. And I'm one of those guys that's fussy. I don't like throwing my really nice new cook stove on a fire and uh, ruining it. But if you, are, are do want to, if you do want to do that, then the stainless steel cookpots are, are good. Um, they're better than the aluminum. I'm getting the look right now. <laughs> the I, I just, I'm fussy, too. I take care of my stuff, but if, if I had to... Let's go. It's a tool. We can clean it up. Yeah. Uh, you actually can't, but it's okay. It's not going to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> so if that happens, it, it, it gets inherited. I give it to one of the guys. Yeah, it's, I don't per like it's pretty much black forever then, isn't it? Yeah. So you just don't like things discolored? Uh, then it's really, you got to really scrub to get that black off because next time I put your pack, everything everything's on black. Everywhere, yeah. yeah, but so so if you're, so for our, for our hunting operation in Canada, I would run stainless steel because if that happens, and oftentimes I would see the guide stoves all black, and that's they would cook just it on drive open you fire. That's yeah, theirs. Usually, at the end of the year, I just give it to them and they can buy it cheap. And then I like to get new ones every year if they're disastrous. <laughs> um, You're uh, a little bit of a finorky pain in the. Well, I don't like all the black on everything, and you have to take it in the sink and scrub it down with like a, uh, a stainless steel scrubber. 
you know, to get it done. Otherwise, it's going to be black all the time. Your hands and they're packed. You have black. a little bit of a head thing on that, I can tell. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, block. it works. But so the aluminum is not, the coated aluminum is also not good if you use metal utensils. And the aluminum is a better conductor. So actually, in theory, it will actually conduct heat and cold better than stainless steel. But the stainless steel is your most durable. Um, and then as far as the amount of gas you take, if I was going on, a, a, say, a four-day, three, four-day trip, one 11-ounce bottle would work. But again, my whole rule, don't pack all your fuel in one little bottle. So what I like to do is cook out of a small bottle and have a bigger bottle because in case something happens or there's a fire, you only you lose 11 ounces of fuel instead of 22 or 33. So use a bigger fuel bottle for the storage and then cook out of the smaller one. And that You've way thought always, this through. Oh, yeah. And then always take an extra O-ring kits. Of course. Um, or sometimes if it's a really serious tri trip, take two pumps. Well, some, rarely, rarely some of what stuff. you're doing is a lot of overseas stuff. So you have to... Even in Northern BC, it was bad. We'd be right. out for 12 days and, and we had no other way. It was about, right. Yeah. And so you're... And plus you're in Asia. Tajiks, you're hunting at 16,000. You know, you're hunting at 15 a lot. But you know what? Even for the average guy, Brad, if, if you're out... Let's say one of the things we've done is we've implemented... Um, instead of eating crappy, right. you know, the 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 gas station junk okay because you're hunting every day we bring a jet boil now yep and I'll, we grab hot dogs i, I and, like a jet boil because we have a system set then, up for or it. even your stove because yeah. i'm going to go to that system i'm going to get that and and go to that system instead of a jet boil but not instead along with because i don't yeah. mind having both of them one of the things about the jet boil when you're hunting out of a buggy you're hunting out west here it, it's all it's, in, it's all boom. And, the, and the jet boil is not as tough as the msr the msr reactor and the msr wind stove are a little tougher they have less plastic on them mm -hmm. the jet boil is a little quicker because it has a self-igniter and there's nothing Which wrong with the jet usually boil. doesn't last very long but that's no but i just story. light everything with a lighter yeah. and they mm -hmm. both both are good i mean you can put that that wind stove in some serious wind so and it here won't, would and it won't be go a dead. pro for the jet boil is that you take a second one you bring your coffee, you bring your French press, and you're good to go with your coffee all day long. You know, on some of these cold trips, as... I, I, as you love coffee. Guys like to cook. No, I hate coffee. <laughs> I no, love coffee, though. Coffee's like... Uh, you coffee know, like can, motor, it's like, can... It's like thin motor oil <laughs> with no lubricating properties, and I don't have a problem crapping in the morning, so I don't need coffee anymore. <laughs> And I don't need to get woke up in the morning with coffee, so I wake, wake up and I'm ready to go. I love uh, your concept on coffee. <laughs> He's the only mountain man I know. No coffee. Uh, no, it's terrible, terrible. No, coffee's no. a weakness. <laughs> you get up in the morning, you have to rely on to coffee to take well, a crap or go, go here's, glassing. Then. Yeah. Here's the problem is if you get in a hurry or something screws up, I get a I get a raging headache, like almost. Because you're addicted coffee? to caffeine. I, I do. I you're do addicted need to some, caffeine. Yeah, I gotta. I get. I have. Hey, to best have thing they ever invented since all this started over the last ten years is Pike's Place. That's uh, an emergency. E even though that's an emergency. Even though Starbucks plan. is an anti-hunting piece up. Yeah. Um, it's a good I, place that people watch. Yeah. Watch the freak shows. So I, I protest do, Trump. I do exactly. bring some of that because I, I can't handle. I, I can't get one of those. No, headaches. I take so those you too. Just, you can just pound in. one of those. You just, can even have a cold and it helps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those, coffee. That's because I don't like the pot, coffee pots. I mean, I don't like my cook pot smelling like coffee. So well, if we're going, you, you take the instant coffees. You get the. So you don't like the smell of coffee. Either. I don't like the smell. I don't like the taste. Don't like what it does to the pots. Well, that's why I bring a second mug. You know, they got the koozie wrap. You seriously have problems. Yeah. That's the only food or water thing or liquid that I don't like to drink. Wow. Yeah, you'd eat you, anything You drink else, your little you? kombucha thing. Coffee's just not essential. I'd rather have tea. Well, tea's good, too. 
I got no problem with tea. No, so we uh, that we always had what we call outfitter coffee, I'm which have is a you sip just of tea right now. You just have a bunch of boiling water and coffee, and then boil it for a while, and then you take it off the fire or take it off the the stove and put a little cold, pour a little bit of cold water on the top. It settles the grounds, and you're good. And cowboy coffee. Yep, and so that's fine. <laughs> and we had our own coffee pots, but out in the mountains, by far the nicest is just the instant coffees. And some of the guys will take the creamers. Now, if you're in a base camp, then we had our own coffee pot and make a nice pot of regular coffee. But the instant coffee is just nice and convenient when you're traveling abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot, honestly, a lot of the camps don't serve coffee very often. They're almost always tea, tea, tea. And, and it's usually only black or green. So if you like flavored teas, you know, take your peppermint teas, your lemon no, or whatever no, you take. That's not right. Um, but so the stove is really critical. The coffee, I mean, uh, and a lot of people like if it's really cold out, they like stopping in the middle of the day and boiling a pot of noodles, um, having a tea, having a coffee, and instant coffee is nice for that. I think that's the biggest thing because I know we were going to talk about fitness a little bit too, and I'd like to open it up there uh, real quick before we wrap this up. We we're going to do a shorter one, but I don't know how. Well, the, how, well, the fitness is yeah. Yeah, m- maybe we maybe we do one just on fitness. Because I think it's important. There's but, some but, real important food stuff still. Yeah, because I was going to say, with the food, your, your lunch idea, I've seen it save so many people where you stop and get your legs back under you because you've been hiking, you've been climbing the steep, you've been doing all that. You sit down, warm tang, and a, a little bit of noodles changes the entire dichotomy of somebody's life. You know what I'm saying? Unless there's big more. So I hunted with uh, Paul. And his father with, uh, you know, Paul Donaldson from Snowy Mountain. And we do not have lunch for two or three days in a row because we were going so much. Oh, there's one over there. We got to go. We got to go. Let's go look at that one. And literally, we did not eat. And so that's why I had granola bar. That's why. So for me, my lunch always, you should always have, even if you have a nice sandwich or you're going to make a nice tea and and a nice um, pot of noodles, take your granola bars and your jerkies, even if you're going on these international trips, because they typically either have just a, a candy that's not very good for you, just sugar. Or they have like bread and meat, which you got to sit down and cut, and uh, pull out the old tablecloth. But so this 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 equipment list I made for like doing North American hunts, and this is what we this is like for a backpack hunt. So for breakfast, um, you know, I, and I figured out the, the amount of amount of weight we need to cook cook per day. Oh, so while we're on about the cookware, everybody pack a spoon. I always have one extra spoon because I can't tell you how many times guys would lose your damn spoon. So I just pack two st- spoons. So have an extra spoon. I've been known to lose. And a I spoon use a Lexan one with a long handle. So that way you're digging in the mountain house and like the peaks performance. That new uh, freeze dried food. You don't. Get you don't your get your knuckles exactly, and you don't have to cut the top of it off. Yeah. Um, if you're going to be on a trip where um, you you have like a reactor stove, you can take either aluminum uh, aluminum or um, a titanium cup. So if I'm going out for the day, and you might think you might spend the night, then like a titanium or a little steel or aluminum cup is better. Titanium is good because you can actually start a fire and melt snow if you, if you had to and get yourself warmed up. And then uh, if you're going to be cooking like boiled meat and thing like, um, you know, sometimes we do that. We, we you know, boil a sheep backstrap and that and add spices. I always pack spices with me. Um, pepper and salt and seasoning salt and, and uh, different oregano, whatever you want. There's lo- Garlic. That, yep, garlic. You can pack those in those little, you go like the REI and get those little half ounce or, you know, quarter ounce containers or and fill those with spices. And I always have one that has a little bit of li- li- liquid soap in it, like Dawn or, and that way if we do cook, you can, a little bit, one of those little flat green scrubbing pads, you know, they're like an eighth of an inch thick. And that way you can ki- keep everything clean, clean the coffee up, clean the, uh, the, the, the burnt meat and then, yeah, and always have a couple paper towels folded in a Ziploc bag. And that's where those, uh, the blue shop towels are probably still the best for this, for cleaning stuff up. They just last the longest and they're the toughest. So then if you go back down to your, your food items, 
depending on how much you weigh, how much you want to lose, how many calories you're trying to take, you probably shouldn't do less than 2,000 calories a day, even if you're a small person, and probably more than 3,500 calories a day or 4,000 would be the most on a backpack trip. You just are going to lose body fat. And it's just, it's just, if you're a really small person, you'll probably still burn 4,000 a day. And I know days we probably burnt seven to 8,000 for a big guy that's 200 pounds. So you're going to lose weight. So I figure between a one and a quarter and two pounds a day per person for all your food um, with backpacking. I've always been, we usually eat, I've been a dealer for Mountain House for a long time, but that new Peak Fuel is really good. I think you guys tried some Heather's Choice. I've tried Alpine Air, Backpacker's Pantry. Have you, tr- have you tried Heather's Choice? I did. Some of it was okay. But, I mean, day in and day out, the two that I usually would go to would either be Mountain House or Peak. But if I, if I need to, the Backpacker's Pantry is fine. I'm, again, I'm not that fussy. But some of the stuff is not very good. You should, if you don't know, you better try it before you yeah, go. You definitely be, better try it because some of it's pretty gross. Yes. And I don't think any of the Mountain House ones anymore. They got some of the ones that are kind of the dodgy ones that some people didn't like. Most of the ones they have now are pretty, most people like them. Um, so the pack of dinner. And then for breakfast, you know, some, if you like oatmeal, um, you know, you can take granola cereal. We used to make what we call it, we used to call it our chip mix. And I put chocolate chip chips in it. And then pecans or cashews. Um, and then you put brown sugar, and honey's kind of a mess to pack, but um, we would uh, cook that up, and we called it the shit mix because it would turn chocolate black, but it was super tasty, and you can put cinnamon and powdered milk with it. And then some people like the instant breakfasts. Um, on days where I don't want to cook anything, I always I alternate. I don't have a hot breakfast every day. Sometimes I'll take two granola bars, power bars, energy, energy bars for breakfast, and there's some of those protein powders, and I know I've used different ones, uh, the whey proteins. I've used Wilderness Athlete, um, and they're pretty good. And then for me, lunch is the most important meal of the day because I just my breakfast is usually maybe 300 calories because uh, I usually get up and take off right away. And then I snack. I basically graze throughout the day. And if we're on a trip, you know, again, stuff that if it freezes doesn't taste bad. Jerky, pepperoni sticks are great. I take a lot of those individual cheese slices i would always go to costco up in in can and buy dozens of those and get i'd usually take two or three of those a day and several pieces of pepperoni and jerky and then some trail mix in a bag dried fruit candy bars of course kind of kind of whatever you want to take so my calories my lunch would be between one and two thousand calories for the day because your dinner is about five to eight hundred and your breakfast is about three hundred and then take drink mix you know you can if you want to buy cheap stuff that's easy to find that emergency is pretty easy to get the Nun little tablets are good. Good, they're spelled N-U-N-N. Wilderness Athlete makes a pretty good drink mix, and um, they got two flavors. I'll mix them together, and one is supposed to be a hydrate and recover, and the other one is energy and focus. But if you mix, mix them both together in a one-liter Nalgene bottle, you got a lot of jam. And then uh, Kippered Snacks or sardines or like those tuna fish in a tinfoil is really good. And then usually I would take one dessert, so when we killed an animal we would share like either ice cream sandwich or the little frozen freeze dried ones or the, um, what's the, the raspberry crumble is probably a hard one to beat. And those are all a good thing. Then take your tea bags, your instant coffee. Again, we talked about the juice mix and, um, yeah. And then of course we talked about water on another, um, uh, podcast. And I also took some cooking oil. You can take some cooking oil or you can even take butter if it's really cold, if you want, it makes your meat taste a lot better. And then if you're going to be eating much meat at all, take one metal fork because it's really hard to like flip uh, flip things without without it. You got you burn your hands, but a nice metal fork is really good. And you can even take some wire, and um, you know string string. I've seen guys string wire back and forth on sticks and make almost. And I've even used flat rocks, a big piece of big shale flat rock. You can get it hot on the coals and, and actually cook really good if you want to have a, 
almost like a stake on the rocks. So those are, yeah, those are the things that we, that I've took over the years to make the, the trip more enjoyable and, and so you always eat good. Well, there it is. Um, what to take, what to bring, and how you get what you need. I appreciate you listening in today. Great job, Brian. Great job, Brad. Um, awesome job. And I'm telling you, we got some great things coming. We've been getting great reviews on this. If you have any questions on details on these or specifics, go ahead and check us out at rollingbones.com. Our membership services provide you access to all this stuff. Go check our membership out, see if it works for you. We'd love to have you a part of our family, get you all the information, tools, and resources you need to uh, go make this work. Uh, appreciate you listening. As always, stay safe, be healthy, and have a great rest of your week. Mm-hmm.